0: Welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 14 of Cowboy Bebop. If you'd like to watch along, start watching now. Alright, so here we have episode 14, Bohemian Rhapsody. This is the first episode that returns to a more episodic nature after Jupiter Jazz Parts 1 and 2. And to start, it looks like the crew of the Bebop are really raking in the bounties. You know, that's about like a half a dozen people they've captured in this opening montage. Although it seems like for all the bounty hunting that they're doing, Ed and I don't really take a part in much of it. Probably for the best, all things told. So, the plot thickens a little bit. It seems they're on the trail of some bigger criminal, and the clue that they've all stumbled across is a chess piece, Uh, a, uh, a king in particular, if I'm not mistaken. So, it sounds like there's a guy who's attacking hyperspace gates. So, it seems to me like that's going to be the big to-do this episode. Trying to find the mastermind behind all those attacks on the gates. So it seems like, once again, Faye is uh, hoist by her own petard. She insisted that all the members of the Bebop work independently, and now she wants to join forces because things are tough. It was really probably just a short-sighted thing on her part. She wanted to have the entire reward for herself but because it wasn't something she could figure out easily on her own, you know, that whole thing sort of went out the window. Typical Fay, in other words. So it seems like there's a really complex web of criminals here and how they're achieving this crime. Seems like whoever planted has gone to a lot of trouble. So between the three of them, they've sort of cobbled together the information that none of the people that got busted have anything in common. Some of them used, a, a I guess, like a mail order website to get their information. And furthermore, the hardware used in the crime is something that a technical expert would have to either have access to or know how to fabricate, and it's not something a layman could use. Which is to say, it would have to have been an inside job to some degree. And of course, there are still the chess pieces, but... No one really knows how those fit in yet. So it turns out the chess pieces actually sort of activate a, uh, a virtual chess game. And it's not immediately apparent whether or not it's actually related to the crime. But considering this isn't the first time we've seen this old man putting a piece down on a chessboard, it seems to me it likely is related. So it seems Jet has run into another acquaintance turned bounty hunter. So, Jet seems to think, like, that this is some sort of wrongdoing on the part of the Gate Corporation. Of course, being a giant corporation, they're pretty shady, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're behind this particular rash of crimes. Alright, so we have a name for the suspect now, which Jet has acquired through eavesdropping. And that would appear to be this elderly gentleman here, Chessmaster Hex. The phone call that Jet was eavesdropping on also mentioned that he was a ghost from 50 years ago, so this guy assuming he was planning this, has been planning this for, you know, the better part of half a century. So, seems to me that this is very important to him. So, Ed's having fun, even if everyone else is trying to struggle their way through this problem. It seems like the Chess Master is having fun as well. Alright, so Spike has managed to dig up some info on Chessmaster Hex. And he was sort of a a software genius. So it seems like he was sort of like a whistleblower on an engineering flaw on the gates. He said they shouldn't be built, but they were built anyways. Strikes me as an engineering ethics issue... So, Spike seems to think that because they so easily tracked the Chess Master through the chess game he's playing with Edward, that this is some sort of booby trap. And to be fair, considering how smart this guy is, that's definitely not outside the realm of possibility. But even so, where he lives seems plenty dangerous on its own with all the space debris... So Spike is pretty laissez-faire about this. You know, they're going in expecting a trap, but Spike really doesn't seem to care very much about whether or not that's actually the case. You know, that sort of fits in with his modus operandi about not really caring about very much at all, aside from Julia. Alright, so the plot thickens. Jet's acquaintance is sort of uh, tagged along. So this complicates matters because this guy kind of seems like a jerk. And bounty hunters though they may be, the, the crew of the Bebop is generally pretty benevolent, I would think. This guy doesn't strike me as the type So it turns out there is life on this wreck of a space station, at least in the form of a cat. So that's indicative that um, it's very likely that there are people here, or at least other forms of life. You know, I don't think a cat could live on a space station by itself for very long. Huh? It's a bunch of hobos. So, while Spike and Faye delve deeper and deeper into this space station, Ed's game of chess with Chessmaster Hex gets more and more intense. I think there's a nice juxtaposition there. Both Ed and the Chessmaster really seem to be enjoying themselves. Which, uh, I don't know, I dig it. So Spike, Faye, and Jonathan all barge in on the chessmaster, but it, it seems like he's gone senile. So it seems like whatever nefarious stuff was going on might not actually have been related to the Chessmaster. Or if it was, he's since gone senile. Alright, so Hex had indeed planned this 50 years ago. He just went senile. All right, so this is another nice example of Jet being honorable. He threatens to blackmail the Gate Corporation to not expose the defect they build into the gates. And his only only price is that they leave Hex alone and call off the bounty hunters. That's, that's a highly honorable thing to do, I think. Especially because at this point, Hex is just a senile old man. So, in the end, Chessmaster Hex died peacefully of old age. And, you know, that, that's kind of a somber end to the episode. I mean, it's nice that he died peacefully and all, but the way I see it, this episode's sort of a reminder that really nobody is impervious to the ravages of time. You know, this guy was a genius who basically, uh, was in on the ground floor of inventing hyperspace travel, but even then he was made feeble in his old age. Man, sometimes Cowboy Bebop really hits you hard when you aren't expecting it. Alright. So next episode it seems like it seems like it's going to be more Fay centric. An episode based around her and what she's getting up to. She's talking about love, and knowing what I know about Faye, I'd be willing to bet she's being disingenuous about it, but you never know. All right, well, that's it for this episode. If you enjoyed it, then by all means, please tune into the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.